Welcome to or welcome back to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Phillips, and my goal is to empower you to take that next step on your health and fitness journey. As a fitness, health, and lifestyle entrepreneur, I will share with you stories of triumph, struggle, optimism, and empowerment in all aspects of fitness and health from myself and many guests who have overcome the same obstacles you are working through today. Let's dive into today's topic and get you some actionable steps to apply to your journey. Well, hello everyone. Welcome back to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. My name is Danny. I am your host and I am your resource for fitness, food, and travel. And I'm so excited today because today's podcast is actually a, it's actually my first YouTube video ever. And I'm so pumped because I know a lot of people look back on their initial videos and their initial podcasts and they always say like it's you got you got to put out the content and it's not going to be your best content you're going to look back and you're going to cringe but i truly look back and i love this interview because i label this reverse diet diaries because it's an interview it's a discussion with my uncle harry and he was my first ever client you guys and he rocked it if it wasn't for him and how well he actually just took what i had to say and applied it to his life and he saw the changes if that hadn't happened i don't know that i would have so easily been convinced that this was the right path for me to be on as far as coaching and consulting with nutrition but what I had seen with this nutrition technique had worked so well for me and so well for many other fitness competitors by being able to apply it to my uncle who is a professor. <laughs> He's definitely not in the bodybuilding community, but he is he exercises every single day. Being able to apply these principles to somebody who is a lifestyle client, just wants to maintain an overall healthy lifestyle, really enjoys food, wants to be active, but isn't overly, you know, in the gym for three hours a day. He does like an hour a day of cardio and some weightlifting in his home, and that's it. And it was just really cool to know that this could work for him. And he's actually still tracking his macros to this day. So I'm so proud of him. But I'm excited to share this interview with you and just welcome you to October. Like, happy October. It is Monday, so if you haven't noticed already, I am transitioning the Sunday podcast to Mondays. I've had a little bit of trouble giving myself some boundaries and taking enough time for myself on weekends. So I'm trying to transition some of my Sunday work to Mondays so that I can maintain a little bit more separation between my work life and my home life. So hopefully that works out well for y'all anyway. I know a lot of times the podcast goes out late Sunday night, so hopefully it'll go out in early afternoon, early or late afternoon, early evening on Mondays from now on. Other than that, I don't want to take you away from this episode. Welcome to episode 66, Reverse Diet Diaries, episode one. This is my Uncle Harry sharing his experience with you. And we're rolling. Okay. We are rolling. (laughs) 
first time on the webcam everyone this is good stuff okay so i'm danny obviously and i'm here with my uncle harry and we are just going to uh talk a little bit about his reverse diet and how he got into it what he was doing beforehand and the other kind of diets that he's tried and whether they have or haven't worked for him and kind of just where we've gone and what his goals have been and how we've gotten where we're going and where we're still going from here so Great. if you want to just take it away and kind of start from I guess where we started our talks in February. Sure. So I've always done something like a modified Atkins diet when I needed to drop some weight. If I needed to drop 10 or 15 pounds or something like that. I, I hate when I get to the wrong side of 200 on the scale, as I like to say. <laughs> so um, with the modified Atkins diet, I eat a lot of um, meats and cheeses and that sort of thing, but I cut way back in other areas. and. I like to have a shake in the morning, so I have one of the Atkins shakes or uh, EAS, Carb Advantage drink or something like that. And uh, I could get to a certain point and then I would plateau. And so um, I had told Danielle that uh, I was having troubles with uh, dropping the weight that I wanted. I, I had dropped the first 10-15 pounds with ease and absolutely plateaued. And so she came up and visited me for the weekend and she said, well, can I tell you what you're doing wrong? And I'm thinking, no, don't tell me. <laughs> Keep it a secret. <laughs> yes, of course you can tell me what you're doing wrong. I was going to tell you whether you wanted to hear it or not. So. I kind of figured you might. Four. Absolutely. <laughs> so actually she pointed out that I was doing two things wrong. One is that I was really going into starvation mode with, um, with the diet that I was on. So I didn't mind skipping breakfast and skipping lunch and with the Carb Advantage drinks, um, she figured out that I was doing about 700 uh, calories a day. And with that, my metabolism was really shutting down. And so, yeah, I could lose the initial 10, 15 pounds, but then I was going to plateau every time and probably yo-yo right back up. The second thing is that I don't mind exercising. I, I don't mind walking, I don't mind swimming, and I can do either one, it feels like forever. So I can swim laps in the pool and I'll swim for 45 minutes and I figure that's about a mile of a swim. Or I'll, I'll go on the treadmill and I set it with an incline of 6% and I'll do the treadmill for 45 minutes and that does about three miles or so. And uh, according to the treadmill, it's burning about 600 calories. Um, but Danny pointed out to me that I really wasn't taxing my body by doing this because as she said, I could have done that all day long. I, I could have done walking at that pace the entire day long and um, when I'm traveling steady or something state. Yeah. yeah steady state so she said well you're spending about 45 minutes on the treadmill how does it sound if I can get you off the treadmill in less than 10 and I said well that sounds awful <laughs> no I, I thought it sounded great so she had this idea for me um, that I should walk for a minute then run for a minute then walk for a minute then run for a minute and do a cycle of three of those and, and a cool down and as I got comfortable with that because I really wasn't a runner I would walk for a minute then run for a minute and a half walk for a minute run for a minute and a half and essentially in about eight and a half minutes I was done with a really good workout so that was one piece that really helped me a lot but the other part was the reverse diet um, that involves macronutrients and um, she's the expert on that I don't know if it's uh, an expert, if I deserve the title of expert as of yet, but we're working on it. Um, I actually started watching videos by The Macro Experiment and then Dr. Lane Norton 
Um, so BioLane, check them both out. I'll link them in the description. But I started watching them because after my first couple bodybuilding shows, I just realized that having a steady set meal plan every day was not working for me. I could not stick to it and I figured, well, what am I eating and what can I what can I replace with what I'm already eating so that I can have some more flexibility? So I started researching the term flexible dieting and macronutrient counting and figuring out what was in the foods I was eating and what I could replace those foods with so that I was more so enjoying what I was eating. So after probably maybe four or five, six months of just watching tons and tons of YouTube videos and reading little books on my Kindle at night and kind of learning what's a macronutrient, what's a carb, what's a fat, what's a protein, and figuring out what the calculations were for my body and for what I needed for me to get to where I wanted to be. And it's, it's always still a process. I'm still learning. Um, I started to kind of get the hang of it and figured out what I wanted to do. And after my last three shows, I decided to take a break, really focus on um, just learning and seeing how playing with the macronutrients affected my body and just just figuring it out. And so um, I started using these calculations for some, some family members of mine and they've actually worked really well. And so the process of the reverse diet, as I mentioned earlier, is figuring out where you are, what your normal daily amount of calories or your calorie expenditure is. So I would find out what he was actually eating and have him track what he was eating on an app such as like MyFitnessPal is what we use. Um, so we tracked for a couple weeks, found out exactly what he was eating, kind of the average of the fats, the carbs, and the proteins. And then from there, we realized that he was eating high fat, high carb, very low protein. And so we started manipulating those macronutrients to get a little bit higher protein. And we, we noticed that after a couple weeks, after bumping up the protein and maintaining or slightly lowering the fats and the carbs, we saw a body composition change. How, how did that feel for you? Like, how long did you feel like it took to kind of notice that body composition change? I think that only took about another three or four weeks and I dropped another 10 pounds and, and that was amazing to me. Um, I also was able to feel full some of the time and that was also amazing. So essentially I increased how much I was eating and was losing weight with it. So that's the reverse pretty, part of it. Pretty awesome. There was at no point in time did we ever say, okay, well, you're not, you're eating too much and we've got to, we've got to put you on a diet and cut down calories because that's what doesn't work is people everywhere, they know how to diet, they know how to lose weight, but they don't know how to maintain keeping it off. And so that's where that yo-yo effect comes in. You, you drop 10 or 15 pounds and then you say, okay, well, I can go back to my normal amount of calories. And then you do that and your body is not ready for it. And so you put all that weight back on and sometimes more. So with this reverse diet where you slowly add those calories back in, you don't put on that excess amount of weight. Do you gain some weight? Yes. And that's okay because you are increasing your calories, but you're doing it at a slow pace so that your body doesn't have so much change going on and you, your metabolism can adapt as you're going through these changes. So I guess after you dropped those 10 pounds and we've been increasing, we started probably around like 1750 calories, yep. I think, and now we're up to around 2000. Almost. Almost 2000 calories a day. And so when I say you, you lost that 10 pounds and we've kind of increased your weight a little bit more, but you were telling me yesterday that 
your clothes still fit the same. Yep. You know, your body composition hasn't changed since you initially lost that weight. So that is a good sign. So even though the scale has slowly gone back up a little bit, which is which is okay, the body composition that we wanted to achieve has slowly gotten there and maintained at that level. Which brings me to my next point is your goal has slightly shifted because you want to go on a cruise in a couple of weeks. He's been telling me- No, I don't me, want to, I am going. Okay, he wants to and he is actually going on a cruise in a couple of weeks. So his goal on this cruise is to be able to eat whatever you want. It, that's my goal. To eat whatever he wants. I'm, I'm gonna be in different countries. I've got to try the local cuisine. I've, I've got to experience life. Absolutely, and and that's what that's what it's about. You want to go enjoy your vacations and not not leave for vacation and stress out about oh my gosh, am I going off my diet plan? What am I going to do? I'm going to have to diet when I get back because I'm going to have gained all this weight. And by the fact that we're doing this reverse diet and slowly increasing calories, when he goes off of his diet and eats whatever he wants for a couple of weeks, this is not going to affect him as much as it would have when he's eating 2,000 calories a day as when he was eating 1,750 calories per day. So the reverse diet process helps with that. His body's not gonna change as much. It might change a little bit and that's okay. He's probably gonna go enjoy a whole bunch of carbs and a whole lot of fats and be totally okay with it. But he's gonna come back from his trip and just recognize that he's gonna jump right back on his macros and he'll go right back to where maybe not right back but he's gonna slowly get back into where he wanted to be and and jump back into his normal routine without that much of a change since we've been increasing those calories but I think I've also gotten smarter about how I eat and one of the things that I do is I eat a lot more chicken now so I'll make some baked chicken and I'll make two Pyrex uh, dishes of, of baked chicken and that'll serve me for almost a week um, for a bunch of meals and I'm watching the macronutrients on the app, the MyFitnessPal. I'm watching them during the day and I'm trying to figure out what I can eat. So the first two weeks of my supposed diet was <laughs> eat whatever you want. And I thought, wow, that's pretty cool. <laughs> um, best I wasn't, diet ever. <laughs> yeah, best diet ever, absolutely. <laughs> Ice cream, milkshakes, whatever. But, um, but, but she got the baseline from that and, and she saw how I really enjoy eating and, and the sorts of things that I like to to consume and she figured out a lot of nice substitutes and so with that I think even if I'm not able to log into my fitness pal while I'm away on this cruise I'm going to be smarter about the choices that I make I've always loved salad so I'll make sure that I have a bunch of salads um, you know lunch and dinner but I'm going to pick more of the protein things. I'm going to pick more of the chicken and, and more of the beef and less of the pasta and less of the bread. Um, it used to be that I would go down to the Bronx, I would go down to Arthur Avenue and I would get a loaf of bread. Oh, I could <laughs> I could eat the entire loaf of bread in, in one day. I could still eat an entire loaf of bread. I might yeah. not sit right, but I would enjoy no, it. No, <laughs> but, but I know that that's the sort of thing that I like. I, I love pasta, I love bread. I can still have them. I just... I'm smarter about it. I'm, I'm having more of a balance. I, I make sure that I have a little bit. So I'll have balance. a piece or two pieces of bread, but not a loaf of bread. Yeah, and that's one of the, I think the best things about flexible dieting and counting your macronutrients. It's definitely not for everybody, but it is for a lot of people, I think. And um, I am not a registered dietitian. Disclaimer here, I don't prescribe meal plans. I'm not telling anybody what to eat, but based on 
my ACE personal trainer certification training and just some other knowledge I've gathered through my fitness career, I've been able to figure out what's this calculation that we utilize to figure out the daily amount of calories that we need and how many calories are we expending and what's the average for this person based on their their height, their age, their weight, their their type of energy expenditure and their fitness levels. And so without telling him at all, not once, what to eat, I was able to give him a certain amount of fats, carbs, and proteins that are pretty close to what he was already eating and say, eat within these numbers, eat whatever you want as long as they fit within these numbers. And he's been able to do it. It's definitely, I don't think, easy and it probably took you a couple of weeks to really get the hang of it. It but... definitely took a couple of weeks because I would think that I knew what I was supposed to do. And so I would eat the right amounts, or not the right amounts, I would eat quote unquote the right foods, but not necessarily the right amounts. And, and I would eat too much of something and I would wind up with too many proteins one day and too many carbs another day. And one of the things that I finally figured out was before I actually have the meal, I enter things into the fitness app and I look at the numbers then, and then I can adjust the portions before it's already in my body. That's key. Yeah. prepping a little bit of prep work here and there uh, so it's definitely not easy but it definitely it, it helps you to understand your body and how you react to different types of food what you really need what you crave what keeps you full when you need carbs when you need fats you you learn all these things just by by knowing what you eat and it's crazy because I mean say probably until the last year and probably until past couple months for you we probably just ate whatever we wanted when we felt like we were hungry yes we did and never really <laughs> thought about it um and it's it's crazy and i think I, I learned more and more about my body and how i react to things every day just by just by eating and by looking at the nutrition labels and it's a nutrition label used to be a code to me and i would look at it and be like whatever now it means so much and it's it's pretty cool yeah and and then the second half of the formula that you gave me was the high intensity interval training that's right so now i can use the treadmill every day for eight and a half minutes it doesn't make me late for work um if i want to swim i try to do the same sort of thing in terms of an intense burst as opposed to just you know swimming at a leisurely pace and swimming for forever but not really burning anything up. It doesn't shift my metabolism unless I get into the high intensity. Yeah, and so and it's, again, high intensity is definitely not for everyone either. Um, we're not prescribing this for anybody, so consult your physician if, uh, if that's something you think you might want to do but you're not sure if your body can handle. It's all about getting your heart rate up to however high you can handle it and then bringing it back down. Um, and it's it's a balance there as well, but definitely getting your heart rate up helps your metabolism and helps you be able to burn off more calories um, overall. Because the higher your heart rate is, the more the more carbohydrate calories you're burning and the less fat calories you're burning. But the more overall total calories you're burning. So higher heart rate, more calories burned. And one of the things that I like about using the treadmill is that I can kick it up a notch, so I can speed it up. Um, I can change the incline. Um, Danny has me using dumbbells now, so oh, our battery's running low. And but that's okay. <laughs> I'll cut it out. There we go. <laughs> so Danny has me using the dumbbells now. So um, while I'm running, I'm holding the dumbbells. While I'm walking, I'm using the dumbbells, and that also is just changing the intensity and, and changing the amount of work that my heart is doing for, for that. 
Um, so overall, I think we've seen some really good changes and really good progress, and there's a lot more to be had, but that's, that's life. We're always continuing to learn, and our goals always change. So I think you're going to continue to eat more as uh, the weeks progress until, until that cruise, and then we'll reassess when you come back. Ready. <laughs> awesome. Any last words for, for the YouTubers? No, just thank you, Danny, with Y-E. <laughs> Anytime. The Y is silent, just so you know. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys, for watching, and we will uh, talk, catch you later. Yeah. Bye. Thanks again so much for listening to episode 66, which was actually initially aired on YouTube in May, July timeframe of 2016. So it's been a while, but I'm still so proud of my uncle and I'm so grateful that he was my first client ever. And he really helped to propel me on this journey to become a part of the fitness, health and wellness industry and make a difference on a lot of different lives. So thank you, Uncle Harry, if you are listening. Other than that, I'm trying to think of some new and upcoming things. I'm going back to Disney. So if you all are Disney lovers and you enjoyed the previous Disney podcast that I shared with you on fitness, health, and wellness tips while traveling to Disney, stay tuned. I'll be leaving here on the 15th of October and I will be there through the 27th. So two full weeks, some of it will be family R&R and some of it will be research. But my goal is to really get all the rest of the research done for this ebook because it has been a couple of months since I've really been able to, to devote time to working on that book. And I know I want to get it out for you. It's such good information. It's going to help so many people. And I just need to simply sit down and devote the time to do that. So that is what this trip is going to be for. I'm really, really excited. There should be kind of an intro guide on like how do I plan to travel there and to set the goals for keeping some structure um, around being healthy and fit while at Disney, as well as indulging a little bit and having some of those fun foods and things. And then the first real book next to the intro will be really focused on um, Magic Kingdom and Epcot because I feel like that's where the bulk of the food is and everybody's going to go to Magic Kingdom. So that's the focus. I'll keep y'all posted. I can't wait to share more with you. And then if you're interested in my mug cakes, I'm working to get my online store up and running so that you can purchase online and then pick up from a specific location in the Shreveport, Bossier City area. So as of right now, Sleek Physique is going to be a pickup location location in Shreveport and Retro 521 Coffee Shop Cafe and Venue will be a pickup location in Bossier City. I'm working on a few other places right now, but I'll keep y'all posted. So stay tuned. Uh, keep checking the website, dannyphillips.com. There will be a tab up for mug cakes soon. And right now we're doing chocolate peanut butter, strawberry cinnamon, and blueberry banana. And hopefully coming soon in the next week or so, a pumpkin spice in lieu of fall weather. So stay tuned. I'm so excited to bring those to you. They're all like organic, really simple ingredients. And you're just really going to love them if you want something that is really the perfect it's the perfect cake to go with your mug of coffee is essentially what it is, but low fat, moderate carb, high protein, and hopefully it'll curb that sweet tooth for you. So that is what I have for you today. Have an awesome Monday, and I will talk to you on Wednesday for the next mini episode on this podcast. Thanks so much. I love you, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.
Thank you so much for spending time with me today and listening to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. If you felt empowered to make a change in your life and take the next step on your health and fitness journey, then please do me a favor and take a moment to share this episode with a friend who needs to hear this message. This podcast is available via iTunes, SoundCloud, and Anchor, which shares to a multitude of other platforms, so make sure you check out the platform that you enjoy most, and if you really, truly do enjoy this content, then please do me another favor and go over to iTunes, give this podcast a five-star rating and an honest review, and that will truly help the podcast to grow and reach as many people as possible, so thank you in advance for that. Also, if you know of someone, perhaps a friend or family member that has been through a huge struggle in their fitness and health journey and they have overcome that struggle, please pass them on to me. I would love to hear about their journey and share it with the rest of the world. Until next time, cheers to your next leap of strength.